it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello, once again, welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Imagine if, as a blind person, you could know exactly which bus you were getting on, make sure you were getting off at the correct stop, and make sure that your needs were well and truly catered for. All of this could be happening very soon. To discuss, we speak with Santiago Velasquez. Santiago, thanks for joining us on the program. Tell us how you got started with Halo. Where did the idea come from? Just a quick background. Uh, I've always been passionate about technology. And ever since I was little, I figured I'm going to be doing something with technology. Not sure what, but I'm going to be playing with it. And as I grew older and started using public transport more and more, and as I got left behind by buses or got dropped off at the incorrect stop or couldn't find a bus in a multi-row platform, I realized I need to use my electrical engineering skill set to fix this problem. Because as frustrating as it is for me, I'm sure at the time I was sure that it was happening to other people. And sure enough, it was. Uh, guide dog users, people who use wheelchairs, people who, hey, are just reading a book and are not looking up. So uh, Halo started because I was being left behind. I was missing classes at uni. I wasn't able to arrive to appointments in time. And it was getting to the point where public transport was not being considered as an option. And considering that they don't let me drive as much as I would like for that to be the case, I figured something needed to be done. And in, you know, it sounds fairly simplistic, but the genesis of Halo was public transport should work for everybody, irrelevant of whether you speak the language or irrelevant to whether you can see, use a wheelchair, or simply just want a, a happier and easier experience. And we'll talk a little bit more about that experience shortly, but I'm really interested to know a little bit about your background. Have you always been vision impaired and how did you get involved with electrical engineering? So I have always been vision impaired. I was born with something called uh, glaucoma, sclerocornea, and microphthalmia. So I've always been a braille user. I've always been a screen reader user. But electrical engineering came about as a result of, uh, I guess, family and what I have seen when growing up. So family, uh, a couple of uh, people are engineers. Uh, My dad is a civil engineer, and I figured... As exciting as as what he does is a vision impaired person walking through a construction site does not sound ideal. And I figured I love technology. Electrical engineering is fairly abstract. It just seemed right. Uh, Yes, we have had a couple of challenges, uh, being that there aren't many vision impaired individuals around the world that I am aware of who have studied when uh, without any vision. But... It just combined all of my passions, science, technology, mathematics, and trying to learn how things work and either making it better, developing new things, or simply just understanding how your TV works, for example, or how sound works. 
it's really good that you were empowered and able to to follow what is very clearly a passion for you because of course as you know so many vision impaired people are denied the opportunity to study subjects like that because uh Typically, teachers, lecturers, and, and other people, support people, just think it's too difficult. So I think that's, uh, that's great that you had the opportunity to do that. And you've clearly then forged a life for yourself using that background. Halo's not the only initiative you've been involved in, is it? No, no. So the other, I guess, my other baby is Eyesight. And Eyesight had, a, I guess, a similar genesis to Halo where... I was facing an issue of, at the beginning of my degree, I couldn't get graphical information fast enough. And that's a problem, right? Uh, when you're studying, the more information you have, uh, the better. Mm. And I said, well, for the past 100 years, we have had visual screens. Why can't we have something like that for us vision impaired individuals? So. Eyesight is uh, a display the size of an iPad, fully transparent, that allows somebody to feel whatever it is that they're looking, be it a graph, be it a map, be it a photo. And you are correct. It is that uh, limitation that the world tends to place on us that limits a lot of people from pursuing such dreams. And I didn't want my information or my mobility to be an issue. So eyesight, you know, covers the information aspect of things. Halo covers the navigation slash mobility aspect of things. And the supports, at least my supports, have been very good to the point where just do it. The worst thing that could happen is nothing. Uh, if you don't attempt it, you will never know. Obviously, there have been ways for blind and vision impaired people to hail buses over the years, some more successful than others. What makes Halo different and how does it work? So the, the simple answer is um, Halo gives you the ability to alert a vehicle operator because it, it works for trains, for ferries, trams, uh, but buses obviously for us uh, uh, tend to be the most problematic. But the difference is you don't have to carry extra things on you, you don't have to worry about, hey, is the bus that I'm hailing at the moment the one that I want? Or the fact that he's going to stop uh, means that the, the bus that I want isn't going to see me. Um, plus the fact that you don't have to call up 24 hours in advance and, and do all the, it's not crazy things, but just the extra legwork to be able to catch public transport. So how Halo works is we have a commuter app you download it allows you to see uh, to plan a route it allows you to see the stops near you the routes uh, estimated times of arrival and so on and so forth but where it differs from everything is once you know which route you're going to take uh, show up to the bus stop you select where you want to get off and then your information of where you're getting on and where you're getting off gets sent to a vehicle computer uh, on a bus in this particular case so the driver when they're one stop before you need to get on they get an alert saying oh you know Vaughn or Santi would like to get on at the next stop please stop you get on you sit down you don't have to worry about asking them hey would you be able to remind me when 
X stop is so that I can get off. The system will do the same thing. They will get an alert, uh, the driver that is, so that when you're approaching your stop, you get an alert, they get an alert, and that way you don't have to press the bell because the system does it automatically for you and the driver doesn't need to remember where you need to get off because the system is helping them in that regard. Now, there are more components to it uh, than that in the sense that if you choose to disclose your access requirements, uh, the driver will have a heads up, i.e. you're a guide dog user, you are a wheelchair user, you are a parent with a pram, you are uh, you have a hidden disability or you don't have any any access requirements uh, so it gives the driver a bit of an idea as to hey i'm gonna have to deploy the ramp i'm gonna have to ask people to move for this gentleman who has a guide dog and so on and so forth and the idea behind that is doesn't matter where you are doesn't matter whether you need to catch your uh, the, the bus that you always catch or whether it's a new trip that you need to do for whatever reason it, you don't need to know it the system will help you get picked up and get dropped off at the correct locations. Are there ways of interfacing with it so that uh, you can let people know that you're there if you don't have a smartphone? So at the moment, the only way is through a smartphone app. Uh, we have developed ways that in the future, if city councils give us the opportunity to do so, you can we can put uh, basically keypad boxes at bus stops so you can punch in hey i want bus 100 uh, please let them know uh, but for the moment uh, uh, it's only apps um, if city councils are progressive they will integrate everything so as uh, people get smartphones they use the app if they want to and those who do not want to use their smartphone for whatever reason or don't have one they can simply rock up to the bus stop punch in the vehicle number that they want and same experience will happen for them i guess it's early stages for this at the moment but what has your testing indicated so far so the the testing that we have done uh, and, and just for some context we've done some testing in new south wales in 2021 we've done some testing in queensland very very recently and, and uh, i can't talk about it just yet but news will be coming out soon um two things one Believe it or not, drivers are very excited for it because it makes their job a lot easier. Um, we asked drivers, hey, you know, what do you think of this? And they said, oh, can you make it available to everybody? Uh, and the reason why they say that is that oftentimes they get yelled at by people who aren't paying attention and then all of a sudden are chasing after them uh, to catch the bus. Uh, and from a commuter's point of view, the people have been very happy because uh, the, uh, the the overall response is when can I use it in my route and hey I don't have to worry about where I'm going I don't have to do you know 24 hours of planning 48 hours of planning for a 20 minute bus ride because it doesn't matter as long as I show up to the bus stop the system will show me hey these are the buses you can catch select which one you want select where you want to get off and you keep chatting with your friends you keep doing minding your own business you don't have to honestly basically get a, a an engineering degree to catch a bus which is what's happening now <laughs> and of course it takes as you you mentioned um being able to find out what buses are leaving from a particular bus stop which is incredibly difficult if you're blind particularly because the timetables are generally not very accessible so looking it up on the website is not always practical 
something like this uh, will obviously be a huge advantage and, and we can see clearly that this is the way things are going. What sort of time frame are we talking before this is ready for prime time use and I can go to my uh, local provider and say, you know, get in touch with the Halo people and have this installed? Um, honestly, the, the system is ready. The system, uh, if all goes well, um, we should be turning it on in Queensland uh, hopefully, hopefully, barring one tiny technical difficulty, uh, not at our end, but just the way of how the data is pushed out by different agencies, uh, we could be turning it on as soon as late January in 2024. Uh, there are other states who uh, are interested, and obviously I can't step on anybody's toes, and due to privacy, I won't be able to discuss that at the moment. But it's way sooner than, oh, we'll be available in two years, three years time. No, no, it's going to be very, very soon. That's amazing. And how can people find out more information? And what should we be telling our providers when we're encouraging them to put the system Basically, together? Basically, two things. Uh, go to our website, uh, www.halo.co, and that's H-A-I-L-O.co. Uh, we have ways for you to get in touch with us for future trials that we're going to be running of the system if you live in a particular uh, either in new south wales queensland or victoria uh, hopefully maybe tasmania as well and so on and so forth and uh, two we have information that you can also uh, pass along to vehicle operators transport agencies even your own local and federal ministers so that they can uh, provide funding or provide more support and no, definitely reach out to, uh, we have a hashtag that we are about to launch called, uh, can I get a hashtag halo? Uh, just share our ex your experiences with catching public transport. What has been good? What has been difficult? We want to know everything about people's experiences because if we can solve them, I'm confident that everybody will be using public transport as long as they can for um, the rest of their lives, if they can. Halo.co is the website, H-A-I-L-O dot C-O. If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1-800-033-660, 1-800-033-660, or you can email bca at bca.org.au. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of our dreams, of our dreams.